Good afternoon and welcome to The Difference. We are uh, doing everything a little different today. Uh, everybody's uh, sheltered in place, we're uh, working from home, but we decided that the show could still go on. And so uh, I'm joined today by our guest. I've got uh, in the top left corner is Jim Thomas, top right corner is Stephen Pine, bottom left is Shannon Dobb. And we're gonna start with, uh, with Shannon first. Uh, we're gonna let her introduce herself and uh, and tell a little bit about who she is. I, I got her name and everything up there. I'm gonna take that out of the way so you can see her face. But Shannon, uh, introduce yourself and tell everybody who you are. Hi, Lyndon, thank you so much. It's, it's really a privilege to be on here this morning. Um, again, I'm Shannon Seaborn Dobbs and I have been a business owner for a number of years now. Right now I'm working as a procurement consultant in the IT space. Prior to that, um, co-owned a marketing agency for a number of years working with so many small businesses and and uh, what what your show uh, handles Lyndon is just so many subjects near and dear to my heart on on helping business owners grow and 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 continue to have a thriving business so thanks again for having me awesome awesome and, uh, and she's married to my good friend Brian and uh, bless your heart <laughs> no I love, I love Brian I love Brian um, um, and so next we've got, uh, we've got, an, I'm not going to say an old friend of mine, but a friend that I've been friends with for a very, very long time that, uh, when I got started in sales, this is the guy that got me started and I hated sales, he even called me out on it about the second or third time that I was in front of him, scared me to death. Um, but probably, I would say this about 80 to 90% of the fundamentals that I still use today, I learned from Jim back uh, uh, in the early 90s. So uh, Jim, introduce yourself. Tell, tell everybody who you are, what you do, and uh, a little little background on you. You bet, uh, Lyndon, appreciate it. And uh, it's been since the early 90s, is that right? It has. Um, so my company is Fitness, Man <laughs> Fitness Management and Consulting. And, uh, you know, my specialty has been really, we actually started the company back in 1989, and we provide uh, consulting and brokering services to the gym industry, the baseball industry, uh, really globally these days, whether it be uh, sales training, marketing, um, brokerage service, uh, a lot of turnaround work uh, that we do. And um, we've been doing it um, for quite some time and in much in the same manner that, uh, that you talk about. And so much of it now is like what we're doing right here, where we can actually operate globally and doing conferences of this nature. Awesome. Well, it's good to have you and Shannon on. Uh, next, we have uh, Steve Pine with Patterson Insurance. Um, Steve and I go way back as well. Um, and I'll let I'll, I'll let Steve share that part if he wants to. But Steve's a partner with Patterson Insurance Group. So, Steve, tell everybody a little bit about you. Sure. Yeah. Hey, it's it's good to be here with you guys today. Um, I'm a partner at Patterson and Associates Insurance. I've uh, been there for uh, 17 years now. We're just we're a full service insurance risk management firm. And uh, and yes, as far as Lennon's concerned, I've known Lennon for uh, a little over 20 years now. And uh, He's the one that used to uh, yell at me during football practice in high school. So <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't yell at you too much. Um, <laughs> always, always had, always had your back, man. There wasn't too many that worked harder than Steve. So, uh, you know, I only yelled at the ones that, that didn't work hard um, all the time. 
But uh, all right. So today we were going to be this month's theme has been, you know, what is your definition of professional? We may get to that in a minute. But what I really want to talk about is <clears throat> what should we all be doing right now as small business owners, entrepreneurs, um, um, realtors, whatever it may be, independent contractors, what should we be doing in the in this market now that we're a lot of us are, are, are called to shelter in place? Um, so, you know, I, I think that it's scary times for us. We're not sure how or what's going to happen with the economy, what we need to be doing. So who's got a Jim, let's start with you. Um, you, as you said before, being around for a while, um, we've seen some up and downs and uh, we've seen, and, and sometimes the gym industry gets hit hardest to first. Um, but I think that, and I know for me personally, the things that I learned about working in a gym, running a gym, owning a gym, it's the same fundamentals that we use in every business. So, Jim, what would you be doing now if, if you were uh, in that position, whether it's a gym or whether it's a small business, or what are you doing now in your small business? Right. And so the first thing I think is we, really we have to get our head right is the way I would put it. And I think the very first thing we have to do is recognize that this is temporary. This is going to be over. This is not going to last. You know, too many people, I think, are focused on what's wrong now and uh, kind of use a, a Tony Robbins quote. You know, we need to give power, you know, to the solutions. We need to give power to what the answers are going to be for this. And so the, the very first thing is this is temporary. We're going to get through this. This is going to be over. And then we need to start to act accordingly. And the other thing that I would comment on, because I could talk probably at length at some of this, but the other thing I would comment on is that there's going to be two different kinds of businesses. And I'm not saying this stuff is easy, okay? I mean, you've got to have some courage to get out here and do this stuff. But there's going to be two kinds of businesses. There's going to be that business that chooses to do nothing, that they, they contract, they retreat. And really what the answer is here for those that really want to look at this moving forward is we want to advance, we want to expand. And as we look at our financial picture and, and, and get that thing in order, we want to take these resources and we want to expand into this marketplace, create more visibility, more people need to know who we are so that when this is over, as I tell people in the fitness industry with, with, with no pun intended, we need to be in really good shape when this is over. Mm -hmm. and, and if we do those things, that's the first place I would start with. Those are great points. Um, and I, 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 I totally agree. I think that for a lot of, of people out there, they're going to, I'm not going to say they're going to look at this as vacation time because it's a very scary time and, and nobody in, has a good time on vacation or, or they don't go on vacation to be scared. Um, but sometimes you feel a little overwhelmed and helpless. And uh, I believe that there, and I want to get into that a little deeper, but I believe that there are a multitude of things that we can be doing as business owners um, to take advantage of this downtime, if you want to call it that. Shannon, what about you? Um, you're a business owner, you're a consultant. Um, what do you, what would be your suggestions of some things that we all should be focusing on right now? You know, something that hit me this week, um, and, and even last week too, when, when a lot of this went down, um, uh, was that no one is exempt from this. No, no one in business, no employee, no business owner is exempt from what's going on right now. E every person in the country is affected, whether there are, are 
um, ill people in their communities or not. And so, it, for example, I was uh, on a, a conference call with a number of people on a project. Uh, it's, it's a daily call I'm on right now until this project is, is finished. And, and, and it's almost as if there, we, we did not need to talk ab about the situation because every single one of us is going through it. Either we're sheltering in place or we're, we're wondering what's going to happen with, with the economy, our family, our jobs. And, and to know that every single person is affected, it was, it was, uh, gave us permission almost to, to just say, well, let's get back to work. Let, let's move forward and, and, and keep working, keep working, keep the momentum going. And, and sometimes it takes a, a more of an effort right now to, 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 Put your iPad aside, put your phone aside, get, get off the news and get back to work. And, and I, I speak, I speak from, from personal experience to, to just um, make, make a little bit of extra effort to really plow forward and keep business moving because that's, it's important right now to, to do that because it, as Jim said, when it's over, who, who's going to be left and, and who's going to be the, the individuals who, who continue that momentum and, and keep going and keep working and, and, uh, and, and, and just to, to keep uh, incomes and, and economy where it should be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, more great point. Well, um, Steve, what about you? What are you guys doing? I know that when we talked the other day, actually, um, was it when we did your spotlight that you guys were getting ready to, to move from the office um, yep. into, into home confinement, I guess? Um, what are you <laughs> yeah. guys doing at Patterson right now to keep the – keep the things working. I know you shared earlier, you're already reaching out to a lot of your clients. And right. so if, if you've got anything you'd like to share, t talk to us about what you're doing to keep business moving. Sure. Um, and we did the day that, that we did the spotlight that afternoon, we basically vacated the entire office. Uh, but two days before that, everyone started working from home. But fortunately we had prepared in advance in case we needed to, to all work from home. So um, but I really think, you know, I kept, as we were talking before this for a little while, I kept looking at the word and the logo behind you, Lyndon, uh, that says adapt, uh, adapt, adapt. And, um, uh, I truly believe it's a time for us to adapt. We've got to change, uh, the way that we work, the way our workflows exist. Um, and those that will, will embrace the opportunity to adapt, uh, right now will be the ones that, that come out stronger on the backside. Uh, of this thing. But really what we're doing, we're making sure that all of our current customers, number one, uh, understand and know that just because we're not in the office doesn't mean that, that we're not here for them. Uh, this is our time to shine uh, as business owners. Those customers that rely on us uh, for our expertise and in my industry for our, our risk management um, expertise and planning for these types of things, this is our time to shine. And so it's our opportunity to do that and show that there's more value to what we offer uh, than just a premium paid um, for insurance. And so that's really how we're handling it. Uh, and we are business as usual. We're continuing to market. We're continuing to let uh, our prospects and potential new customers know that we're here to help them uh, and also help them walk through the process. So that's sort of okay. what we're doing, Lyndon. So would you say, and I, I would think especially with yours, there's probably you're probably fielding a lot of calls with people that are are concerned about uh, what yep. role their insurance policy is going to play in all of this. Yes. Um, would you say that part of what you're doing right now 
um, is is comforting people and, and really, you know, helping to, to deepen those relationships so that people know that you're there for them. Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, I, not to, to really talk too much about this, but part of the value that we do bring is we're very involved in our industry. Um, all of us partners serve on multiple boards for our insurance carriers and advisory boards, and we have connections uh, and contacts with those carriers. And so we're giving them feedback and advice on what we believe they should do. And we've been successful in some regards to that with suspending uh, cancellations out for 60 to 90 days uh, for those that can't pay those premiums due to businesses being slowed down and shut down. And we're also reaching out legislatively also trying to get federal legislative help uh, for a lot of these small business owners uh, that are going to need that. So, uh, but yes, wow. it is a, it's a comforting role uh, that we play right now. And honestly, it, it's, that's really, I enjoy prospecting and, and, and building relationships with new customers but I really enjoy this because this is what we're here to do. That's what you get paid to do right now, isn't it? You're really, you're right. really doing what you get paid to do. That's exactly um, right. Jim, what do, you, what do you think are some ways, because I know that you mentioned this before, and I want you to, the, the, the saying that, you, that I remember the most um, about what you do, the, the yes question, I want you to share that with everybody. Wow. And then also I want you to talk, <laughs> okay. and, and, and I'm going to go to Shannon too, but, I want you to talk about how we can be more proactive versus reactive right now in whatever business we're doing. Sure. Absolutely. So yeah, Lyndon and I, we, we, we go way back on this question and I get this question asked frequently and whether it be in, you know, challenging times like right now, or even in times that are, you know, much easier than this, but they'll say, Hey, what can I do immediately to improve my business? You know, how can I change things immediately? And we've got a question that we ask, we, we want you to ask yourself, and you have to be able to answer yes to this question. And if you can answer yes to this question, anytime you ask it, you're probably going to be in a lot better shape. If you can't answer yes to it, you might be in trouble. Here's the question. Is what I'm doing right now going to result in a sale? You're running a business, you're running a company, you're a manager, you're trying to keep a household going. Is what I'm doing right now going to result in a sale? If you can't answer yes to that, better stop doing it and start doing something at will. Because that <laughs> will that'll make, that'll make a massive it'll make a massive difference for you because now all of a sudden you're taking a you're taking a whole new level of action. Because that's what, that's what it's gonna require here you know, for folks to, you know, can, whatever sales performance they were doing, whatever kind of productivity performance they were doing, they're going to have to work harder, take higher levels of action, probably to get a little bit less than what they were getting before, but they're going to have to do it. They're going to have to advance. Mm -hmm. um, to, the, to the other part of your question, um, things you can do, and I can tell you some things we're, we're talking about um, in, in the fitness industry a little bit. And I think some of this can uh, kind of bleed over into other operations as well. But I would make one comment, and I, I see this in the fitness side of things, and I think it, it could apply to many other businesses, is I would love to see people get away from saying, we're closing, we closed, we shut down. Because that's not really true. The business, unless the business actually closed, the, the business is still right. alive, the business is still going. I'd rather see something said like, hey, in light of current circumstances, we're going to be serving you in a different manner because we're still going. We're still working. We're still going to provide for you. 
when you give that message that you're closed, that's a horrible message. And so anyone who's listening, I would say, please stop doing that. Okay. We're, we're, we're still around on a temporary basis. We're going to be serving you in a different manner. So that's one of the first things I would do. And, and in terms of some strategies, and again, I'll, I'll take kind of what we're doing in the fitness industry, but part of it is what we're doing right here. You know, this kind of interaction and utilizing the internet and utilizing social media, but utilizing, uh, you know, live streams like we're doing here, uh, videos for folks, online Q and A's, depending on your business, you know, uh, online accountability sessions. You can have, if it's a, if it's a close knit customer group that you have, you can have uh, close Facebook groups where you can do different things. Because um, what, what the first goal is for any business is let's keep our current customers. Let's provide more value than ever to these folks. Because there, there's such great data out there, and certainly on the fitness side of things, just in terms of retention, just one interaction with somebody they're 20% more likely to come back in. You know, five interactions, they can be 80% more likely to come in. Let's take this and multiply this and let's communicate it at even higher levels with our customers to let's keep them as customers. And then as we kind of get through this conversation, I can share some things how you can really take that and grow it, but we need to keep our current customers. That's, that's job one right there. Great, great information. Um, Shannon, what about you? what would you be telling people right now that are possibly working from home? As Jim said, not shut down, um, just uh, adapting to what's going on. What would your advice be? You know, something I've noticed again over the last few weeks is, is to be fearless. And, and I've been pleasantly surprised by, by many people, not only in, in business, but uh, in, so, in a, a club I'm involved in and, and church and such. It, it's, it's uh, now more than, than ever before, people have had to immediately embrace new technologies that uh, uh, Zoom, for example, or any, any online uh, meeting that, that some, some people, uh, either in business or outside of business, um, may say, you know, what, within, within three weeks, we will move to an online um, capability. Well, well, most businesses almost had to overnight move to this and and it it pushed a lot of people outside their comfort zone and and it's been really neat to watch people just say okay i'm going to figure this out i have to i have to figure this out to keep my business afloat and wh whether it's it's uh, moving things in, into an app or, or collaborating with other businesses uh perhaps that have a a service that that you don't have that 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 how can you work together because there's so much that can be done without being face-to-face. -face. And, as, and as much as we, we enjoy that and we value that, uh, that face-to-face -face interaction, you, you can't replace it. But, but right now, we have to. So, so getting, getting creative and, and staying in touch and, and, and not let the walls close in uh, to, to really em, embrace these opportunities of, of uh, I don't know, push an envelope of your, of your business where, where you perhaps did not use technology in, in certain ways. Well, well, guess what? Now you are because you have to. And, and, and gosh, kudos to the businesses who are uh, just, just very quickly moving into these, these online communities to, to continue the interactions with their clients. 
It's it's been yes, it's been yes. great. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, um, also, feel like that for a lot of people that are this is going to force a lot of people to come out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the people that are willing to do that and willing to take social media and as as I'm, I'm trying to change the way I look at that now, not social media but service media. Uh, I think that we have an opportunity to um, give to our clients um, in, in a way that, I mean, it just may be talking about our industry and how this is impacting the industry. And as Steve was talking before, what maybe they be, they're doing inside of the industry to protect their clients. Um, also, I, I want to get you guys opinions on if there is more downtime now, because I think that we'll figure out that there, there could be um, just having self-awareness, and a little reflection on how you've done business previously and maybe why you are where you are now. I think that this could actually expose some weaknesses that we've had, especially if you sat down and did a SWOT analysis. Um, I think that you could reevaluate how you've done business and where you are now, because this is going to expose some weaknesses of where we may not have been paying attention, maybe where we should, or a different way that we can pay attention as we rebound. So what do you guys think about just the, the studying the markets and studying what's going on right now as far as how we should be branding ourselves and marketing ourselves and the thing that we can do? What do you think about that, uh, Jim? Well, I think certainly we've been in a nice run in this economy. And, and I think you know complacency is maybe one of the, the greatest hindrances of business. And you use a word that I, I truly agree with. I think this really exposes a lot of things that we should have been doing to begin with. You know, when it comes to we want to keep our current customers, well, we should have been doing things already <laughs> to provide more value and, and more things. And so now we want to do more. But in some cases, we're starting from scratch because maybe we weren't doing as much as we could have. So I, I think certainly that. But I, I think the other thing. When, when companies look at this, and I'll, certainly I'm doing it, is how can we do business differently now? Because we're going to have to adapt. You know, we're going to have to change. How are we going to do business differently? And I think every company is going to have to look at that. And I don't mean that just as, hey, we're going to have to go online. Certainly, that's always going to be a component, certainly, of what we do, I think. But, you know, what's our approach? How is it going to be different? What kind of service offerings are we going to have? And I think you have to look at it. I, I would even say that anybody who's in, this is in, in what I would maybe, this is the new normal, the, the, the old normal. It, we want to have a plan of action and literally write it down. Because what happens when you start writing things down, it, it will truly give you a sense of peace and a sense of control <laughs> over what you're trying trying to do. And, and part of this is one of my favorite things is on a plan of action is I like to set intangible goals because my intangible goal might be confidence. Maybe it's self-esteem if that's suffering. Maybe it's belief that I can really pull this off. It's not just the, uh, the tangible things, but it's also the intangible things. And then what's my plan to do that? So I like to include that. But the other thing I like to include on any plan of action, and this is the interesting part that we're kind of starting to see already, is that I call it roadblocks and setbacks. No matter what is going on in the world, and no matter what plan we put in place, it never goes perfectly. And there's always going to be roadblocks and setbacks. And so when that happens, what's plan B? 
Because what I found to be true, business owners that are truly champions at this, they're really good at plan B. And we want to have plan B. And, and some of the things that I've talked about already, this is part of our plan B. But the beauty of it is, is once you kind of figure some of that stuff out as plan B, now all of a sudden it becomes part of what you do all the time. But, but I would encourage, you know, writing that plan of action, understanding, hey, here's exactly what we're going to do. And I'm not talking generalities. Be very specific here and hold right. yourself accountable to get those things done. So that's, that's where I would start. I agree with that. And I think, you know, as, as, as you were saying, we get so comfortable um, riding the wave when things are going well. Um, and then when this happens, it, it, it kind of becomes overwhelming and we kind of, I think we get disappointed and frustrated because things were, you know, just like, maybe just like we wanted them or at least pretty close. Um, but I, over the years for me, what I've seen in, in, in the 08 market crash in real estate, Jim, you said it, you said it best. It was the people with the plan B. It was the people that I think that were the most mm -hmm. self-aware that kind of, kind of were prepared for getting out of that comfort zone and, and implementing plan B, even though it may not have been their most comfortable uh, direction they wanted to go. And they bounced back faster. And I agree with you. This is not going to last forever. This is going to rebound. But I think that right now people have an opportunity, number one, to strengthen relationships that they have maybe with mm -hmm. their referral partners, um, strengthen relationships in their community, uh, some of the things that I'm seeing by, especially these restaurants that are, have, have taken the wait staff and now the wait staff are actually delivering meals. I mean, it's incredible to me what we're capable of doing in this country um, in times like this, you really see what we're made of, what really I feel has made this country great, not to get on a patriotic rant or anything like that, but this country has done some remarkable things in its history. And we've also gotten a little fat and happy. But when things like this happen and we're challenged, you really see the cream of the, of the crop rise to the top. Mm -hmm. And it's doing those things that, that I think are gonna be lasting reminders in your community of who was there when nobody else was. Mm -hmm. And Steve, I think that you hit on that, you know, with what you guys are doing by fighting, um, to protect the people that, that, you know, you have policies for that. that I mean, it's not just about the policy and the premium. You guys right. are out trying to figure out how to, how to make this, make, make the best out of this. W what are your thoughts on, on, on that? I mean, not to get back on what you talked about before, but just the things that we're doing for our communities as far as all small businesses and how we can develop those relationships. Yeah. I, I, I think this is a perfect opportunity for us to come together as a community, right? For, for uh, those of us that are friends, uh, for those of us that will be friends. Um, and I guess I would just, I would phrase that as be part of the solution, uh, not part of the problem. Um, and to me, and I'm, one of our core values is attitude um, at our place and also teamwork, like we talked about last week, uh, Lyndon. Um, but approaching this with the right attitude. And I keep going back and I don't, I'm not sure why I'm stuck on this word, but I think it's fitting is that word of adaptation um, that's behind you, being able to adapt um, and coming together as a community, supporting your local businesses, supporting the local community uh, to make sure that we thrive through, uh, like was mentioned earlier, 
it's going to be a short period of time, although it may not feel like it. Uh, look at the big picture. It's a short period of time. It can, it can devastatingly affect uh, many people. A week, two weeks, three weeks can, be, can make the difference in some businesses. Um, however, it's time for us to step up and be the difference for those people. Um, to, to fight for them. Those of us that have platforms and opportunity, those of us that know people that can implement things, this is our time to shine. It's our time to do that. It's our time to give back to the community uh, in a way that, uh, that we haven't had to do before. Um, and really, that's where we're coming from. It's, you know, insurance policies aren't designed for this. Uh, however, we as professionals in this industry, we are. Uh, we're risk managers. Uh, we develop relationships, we get involved in our communities, and we meet people uh, for, for circumstances like this. Uh, and it's our time to go to battle for those small businesses and large businesses uh, alike um, to do what we can to make sure that everyone comes out of this okay um, and have an opportunity to rebuild this economy uh, as quickly as possible. Right. Um, you know, you said this, and, and Jim, you, you were talking about it before, about doing a uh... – a free conference call, a free uh, consulting call for any fitness or, or gym owners out there to kind of give them some tips on what they don't need. I mean, you just gave one, you know, the fact that don't say that you're closed. Um, but with what Steve's doing um, as far as fighting to, you know, because the insurance policies don't, don't cover this type of catastrophe. And then with what you're doing, I think that being able for us to step up and, and, help provide some answers for people that are really looking for answers right now. And I think a lot of us are, um, I think that, that really, mm -hmm. you know, we were going to do the show based on what is a professional. And I think that's, that's a, an ultimate sign of a true professional when you're able to go outside of what's just the transaction part and do something that's, mm -hmm. that's relational and help answer some questions for people that may be struggling. Um, that definitely is going to keep the people that are willing to do that in top of mind. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Jim, talk a little bit about if you I don't want to put you on the spot because I know that with, this is kind of off topic from what we all prepared for. But are there some ways that we all could be different ways that we could be working to be top of mind for for people? I know that you mentioned just reaching out to some of the people that uh, from a fitness standpoint, that may not be the most active, you know, the percentage of, of keeping them involved in the gym. That's that's staying top of mind. What else are some things that you could think of now that that we might all be doing? Well, let me give you a you know I'll give you a tip, and you know, and, and certainly in the restaurant business, people need to eat, so they're making phone calls and they're doing that. But let me tell you something I think is crucial here: do not be afraid to sell. Do not let anyone guilt you or shame you into thinking you should not be selling. Because there's plenty of folks, oh, I can't believe you're trying to sell in times like this. You know, I'll, I'll go back to one of my favorite, uh, favorite sayings and quotes from the great Zig Ziglar. And, and, and his comment was, um, you know, when it came to, uh, to money, he said, money may not be the most important thing in the world, but it's reasonably close to oxygen on the got to have list. And <laughs> we still need to sell. We still need, we, we still need to sell need to bring in revenue now there's a right way and wrong right. way to do this i mean yeah. we still need to provide value you know I, I i talk about selling in terms of hey we're still solving problems for people 
We're still providing solutions. We are still, uh, we're still building value. We're making mm-hmm. it simple and easy to do. It's, it's kind of, I, use, I use the fitness industry as an example. You know, what is today? March, it's into March or a week before, right? And it's yep. going to be here in Dallas. It's going to be 80 degrees. The sun's out. I mean, in, in a normal time, we'd be talking about, hey, the, the, the gals want to get their swimsuits on. The, gals got the, the guy's got his shirt off. They're heading to the pool. And, hey, we want to look great for spring and summer. That's still true. This is still mm-hmm. true. And right. we, need to, we need to get our focus off what's wrong and get our focus on, hey, where we're heading and what next steps are. We need to be talking to our customer. Hey, here's what's on our agenda for April. Here's what's going on. Hey, we've got mm-hmm. this big event coming up in May. We need to be, you know, in a sense, kind of selling down the road. But we, we've got a group, you know, back in uh, Virginia, actually. And, uh, you know, they're doing a big membership drive. We're taking this as a great opportunity to do the membership drive because, hey, we're doing live streams. We can reach more people than ever before. And I, I'll tell you something else that I saw. I'm not involved with this one, but I really liked it when I saw it. Was, uh, you know, the Silver Sneakers folks, you know, they're participating as well. And uh, they're doing online classes. And uh, I saw a, a piece of information that they're trying to break their record. And I think the previous class they did, they had 16,000 people online taking a class. I mean, how great is that? Mm-hmm. And I think when people are out there doing these things, hey, let's set a record. Let's you know, share this. You know, sh- give it to other people. Let's get as many people involved as we can. And Because uh, at the end of the day, we can have great ideas and we can have great plans. But guess what? You have to take action. Yeah, You're absolutely right. It's funny you said that because I saw a post the other day on social media that was talking about don't get upset with the businessman that's still trying to do business right now. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, whether they're shut down or whether they're not shut down, they still got to feed their family. They still have to pay their bills. And so um, taking the approach on social media, I want to share a quick story. Um, And this has to do with you, Jim. I'm not sure you'll remember this. This was about the third, our third interaction Um, but it really stuck with me when I, uh, and and I'm going, I've got a point to make with this. So everybody hang on. But when I started in the fitness business, I wanted to be a personal trainer. That's all I wanted to be. And our old buddy from, from Texarkana, I won't mention his name, but, uh, he wouldn't let me be a personal trainer. He told me I had to do sales first. I despised salespeople. Absolutely. I hated car salesmen. I hated anybody that tried to sell me anything. And so I didn't want to do it, but it was the only way that I was going to get to be a trainer. Now, I didn't I wasn't smart enough to realize that in training, you still have to sell. Didn't get that part. I just thought that they walk in and I start showing them how to live. So we're in a class one day. Jim actually came from Dallas to Texarkana. And and, uh, this was, I think, his third trip. And I am sitting in this class. There's four or five, six of us, something like that. Um, And Jim looks me right in the eye. I was sitting in the front. And looks me right in the eye and asks me what was wrong with my attitude. And I, I said, what do you mean? And, and, and he said, your, your attitude, there's something wrong with your attitude. And I said, well, I hate selling. I hate being in sales. And Jim's answer was stop selling. And I thought for a second that I just got fired. And uh, I said, what do you mean? He said, start solving problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my mindset completely flipped in an instant. 
And Jim shared with me that people that walk through that door are coming here because they have a problem that they need to solve. And this is a place where they have to get it solved. Mm -hmm. You have the answer. Find out what the problem is, provide the answer. You'll never have to ask for money in your ever. And I've always remembered that. And I'm so thankful that Jim is on the show today. I, I owe Jim a whole lot. I've, I've been around in sales ever since then. Um, everything I've done has been, I've had to sell. And that was a, an impactful moment in my life. But I, I agree with you, Jim. I don't think that we should be apologizing for trying to sustain our businesses and, 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 and be successful right now. But I think we do have to take an approach where we're serving people and finding and, and reminding them that we're just here to try to try to solve your problems. If you've got one, I can help mm -hmm. with Steve, you're doing that. Shannon, you do that in your consulting. Um, mm -hmm. Whether it's a pair of sneakers that you're buying, whether it, it, we all have a problem. If I'm buying a new car, it's because I need to get somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. And and I may want a, a, a particular type of car. So I have a problem and I'm seeking help for that. So I think that we need to remember that and, and not shut down right now. Be proactive and 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 going out and, and trying to keep our businesses going and being prepared for the rebound. Shannon, do you have anything to add to that? Or Jim, do you have let me back up. Jim, do you remember that at all? You know, I, I remember going down there and I remember you and I talking, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I remember it well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would add one. I, I would, I would, I would add one more thing there to you, and absolutely, totally on board. I would take it to another level, to the to the business owners out there. It's easy to lose sight of some things here, and certainly we all have goals, right? Things we want to accomplish. But here's what I would challenge anyone to do: We talk about, you know, for the customer, we want to solve problems. You know, what are their goals? What problems they need to have solved? Absolutely, that's how it's done. But it's also how we kind of manage ourselves, right? And what I mean by that is what kind of goals do we have? What are we trying to do? And the question is this, why is that important to you? Is it important because you want freedom? You wanna, you wanna take your kids on a vacation when this is over? Understand why this is important. It's not just money. It's why is this important? Because when you identify that and identify that properly, boy, it sure evens out the process and sure makes it a whole lot easier, particularly when you hit bumps in the road. Because when you know why it's important and that's why you get up and do it every single day, man, they can pretty much throw anything at you and you're going to have success. Good point. Um, Shannon, what about you? What are your thoughts on that? Well, it, it was it was interesting. Before Jim even mentioned it, I was thinking of the that what problem are we trying to solve, or or, or even in in my business. That's uh, I, I write a lot of proposals for for clients on you know for IT or healthcare or or what have you, and 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 that's typically when that request for proposal comes out, the 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 client wants to to know that you understand their problem. They almost want you to state the problem back to them, just just to make sure that that everyone's on the same page and, and we know what we're talking about. So, so so yes, sol solving people's problems, solving clients' problems, and and putting ourselves into that role, uh, you know, especially in in this time and 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 now more than ever to to just you know how how can how can I help you solve a, a problem with your business or or how can my my company help help you solve a problem. And, and the, you know, the other thought I had 
as you know, just just hearing uh, the different comments here is is uh, what skill set do each of us have, or or, or our company, if, if it's if it's larger than than say an independent contractor like like me, but 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 what skill set do we have to to contribute uh, to to solve some problems to help people grow? Uh, I can you know many times with you know Jim, Jim's whole business is is fitness management and consulting and it's and it's broad and 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 what he, he works with clients worldwide yet yet if, if for some reason that the the fitness business went away which is total weird fictional thinking but but let's say it did well well everything that jim does can can be put into a, a, a completely different industry and to take off with that um that with with all of the yep. Yeah. the structure and the methodologies and such. So, so uh, moving it back to kind of a, a smaller operation, even like what I do. And, and, and one of my skill sets is, is, is writing business, writing, copywriting, you name it. So, so in, as we're building communities and, and, and reaching out and, and helping others a little more creatively right now, um, I, I, I think, well, how, how can I help someone with even my skill set to, to get over this hump, to, to, to help them maybe with, with technology or putting some more things online? That builds the relationships that, that are, are going to carry you past this, uh, this odd time into a, a, a new uh, era of business that, that has a, a lot of excitement and momentum, which is uh, hopefully around the corner very soon. Absolutely. Well, guys and, and ladies, I really appreciate you being here. We're going to have to wrap up. I want to go around and get a final word from everybody, and then I'm going to uh, give some shout-outs to our sponsors um, that, that make the difference happen. So, uh, Steve, we'll start with you. Uh, then we'll go to you, Shannon, and we'll finish up with, with Jim. Just some final words on, uh, on what you think um, we, you know, we all could be doing. Yep. Well, I'll just I'll tag on to what I was just said. Uh, number one, the fitness industry better not better not go out of business, or else I will die. I'm sure it won't. <laughs> <laughs> we would all die. <laughs> uh, it won't, Jim. <laughs> right, right. But I, I loved I loved what was said about solving other people's problems, and I'll just I'll keep this very brief. But a partner of mine at the office, um, this was about probably 12 years ago, put a little post-it note on his computer that said, "My job." is to solve other people's problems. Uh, and from that day, I've adopted that. Um, it's similar to the story between you two, uh, Lyndon. Um, that's really what we're here to do, um, being in sales myself. It's, it's solving problems. How can I solve your pain point? How can I solve your problem? We all have an opportunity to do that right now in varying different ways. And everybody's issues, pain points, and problems are going to be different. Uh, the fitness industry is going to be different than the insurance industry. The business consulting and planning is going to be different than uh, than my industry. They're all going to be different, and all of our clients are going to have different pain points as well. Uh, so the ability to to still be in business, to keep the doors open virtually, right, um, to solve those people's problems is extremely important. And fortunately, we're in a time uh, today where technology, uh, you can do anything through technology these days. So to take that opportunity to provide to your clients to keep selling uh, and uh, and virtually uh, uh, help those that aren't clients also uh, to be able to come through the next few weeks. Hopefully it'll be just a few weeks um, 
but it's our time to shine and solve other people's problems collectively. And if we can all do that together and use our talents together, uh, I relate to the parable of the talents there, right, Lyndon? It's we've got to use those talents and not bury them. And if we use them together, every right. part of the body works together, uh, we can make great things happen. And this will just be a blip that we look back on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shannon, final words. Yeah, final word, just to, to, to keep the momentum going and, and, and stay positive. Uh, treat, treat a business day like a business day. Um, it, the location might be different, but, but to, uh, to, to, you know, keep, keep the structure, keep the, keep the, the positivity, and, and uh, you know, keep the great relationships going that, that have been built up. It, it takes so much it takes sometimes a, a lot of work to build relationships with particular clients. Um, some are easier than others, as we all know, and 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 to to keep that uh, you know that relationship going is 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 crucial, and 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 it's it's it, it'll just pay off tenfold uh, when when uh, we're we're back to a, our a different normal. This is our new normal. We'll we'll have a different normal. <laughs> right. Right. Jim, final thoughts. What do you got? Yeah, I, I give, I'll give you one final thought here. Actually, a, a, a tip for, for certainly the fitness industry, because I'm right there with them, uh, you know, helping them on this, but really anybody. The message would be cash is king. When, when you sit back as a business owner, take a look at that P&L. You want to invest your time, your energy, your resources into advancing into this market, you want to grow into it so that you're ready when this thing ends and you're going to prosper. And then when you look at non-essential things, call up your credit card company, call up your lender, call up your landlord, ask for relief. There's plenty of companies, these bigger organizations that will give you relief 90 days, even more than that. So you can focus your time and energy and your cash on pushing your business forward. Lyndon, I appreciate you having me here today. Good words. Hey, I want to thank all of you for being here, Shannon, Steve, and Jim. Um, this has been a really good show. I really appreciate you guys coming on and, and taking the time to do this. You all gave some, some great insight. Um, I'm going to finish up and, and with, with my final thought, and then I want to give a thanks to, our, our as I said, our sponsors. There's two words that, <clears throat> that I believe are going to be important. I think that What's happening right now is going to create a void. And I think that the people that are willing and able and, and self-aware enough to fill the void are going to be the ones that thrive coming out of this. And in order to be able to fill that void, I think we all need to be able to adapt. Um, I put that sign up today um, it, it, because in the bottom, I don't know if you guys can see it, but it's not just a job, it's your legacy. Um, we all have to adapt, whether it's in good times or bad times, the people that adapt the quickest um, are able to fill the voids that are out there. So again, Jim, thank you very much. Uh, hope to have you on again sometimes. Shannon, thank you. Um, thank you. Much uh, better looking co-host than uh, the other jobs <laughs> that I have. And I love him. Yeah, he knows I'm messing with him. And Steve, as always, thank you. I want to thank Holly Haggard with Geneva Financial. Um, Holly doesn't work just eight to five. She works start to finish. And she's been in the mortgage industry over 18 years. We're going to be doing a spotlight with Holly on Thursday at two. And she's going to talk a little bit about what you guys need to be doing um, if, you're, if, if you're facing some challenges with your mortgage. Um, the Real Estate Triangle with Liz and, and uh, Adam Terrell. 
Uh, they're a group of small business owners uh, or they're an online profile or, or platform for groups of small business owners that want to surround themselves with other people in the real estate industry. They've got a great uh, program going. Uh, if you are looking to partner with people and develop those relationships, get in there, use it as service media and uh, find the people that you can partner with. James Kern with Delicate Moving. He's got some really fantastic things going on right now to help people through these tough times. Brian Paduska with uh, Real Property Management Focus. Um, we got Josh Small with WeatherTech General Contracting. He is actually out working. I uh, saw some pictures the other day of some incredible things he's doing. Kenda Strawn with Fidelity National Title. Um, and then uh, that's all. I want to thank everybody that uh, tuned in today to watch. I want to thank everybody that sponsors our show. And I especially want to thank our, our guest and uh, co-host today. Thank you for being here. I hope you guys uh, can can make it happen in this in this tough time. I've, I've got I've got all the confidence in the world in you three. That's for sure. So uh, mm -hmm. uh, stay tuned. We'll be back on next Tuesday. We are we're we're still the show must go on as I said before. So thanks everybody for being here, and uh, we will see you all soon. Thanks, Lennon. Thank you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Bye, Lennon.